Welcome to another exciting edition of Capes No Capes. Capes. All the information and shows about the CW superhero shows that you love so much, we break it down every week. My name is Cody Stark, and you are... I'm Ben Schwartz of Empire's Comics Vault. So I just watch the shows. You know stuff. We do know stuff, yes. <laughs> you know you know stuff. I don't know anything. What do you mean you don't know anything? I just watch. I just watch. Okay, every week we start off uh, with uh, a little... Um, um, uh, a little news, a little news. Okay. Okay. And so I wanted to start off with some very happy news. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Uh, the Flash star Grant Gustin got married. Ah, oh, congratulations, he got Grant! Hitched to L.A. Toma, La Toma or L.A. Toma. I'm not sure what her name is. Uh, they tied the night Saturday in Los Angeles. E News reports that the wedding reportedly took place at the Valentine DTLA, a 9,000 square foot venue erected in the 1920s. Want to hear the guest list? Yes. I'm sure it's impressive. Okay, here we go. Uh, you got uh, Supergirl was there. And Chris Wood. Wow. You know, her, uh, her what was his name uh, on uh, Supergirl? He was the, uh, I can't mm. anyway, that, the, he's not on it anymore. Hamilton's uh, David Diggs and your and Evan Hansen star Taylor Trench was there. Uh, Broadway actors Adam Kaplan, Jared Lofton, Ben Ross, and Leela Rothenberg, and model Renee Middlestat and personal trainer Ryan Phillips all, were all there. Wow. Yeah. That, that was almost as impressive as mine. Yeah, clearly uh, we our invites got lost in the mail. I'm sure I'm sure they're on somebody's desk. Here. Yeah, I'm sure. Well, congratulations to you, Grant. That's awesome, man. Congratulations. I got another little flash news for you. Uh, this is not marriage news, but... According to uh, TV Line, uh, showrunner Todd Helbig, uh, they did an interview with him and said they are going to reveal um, uh, Nora West Allen and, and they're going to talk about what happened in the future because they set it up with the 100th episode. Perfect. Where she's like, you kind of being manipulated by the reverse flash. And so they promise that they'll, they'll do that. They say... Uh, they said that they're going to explore how all that came to be, and it will be a lot of fun. You'll slowly get the pieces of info that you need, and it will probably be one episode where we explain how that happened and how to get her to come back in time. That will be great. That, yeah. They've been building towards it. We haven't they seen have. a lot. They have. All right. Uh, well, I mean, there was like a small event, like a made-for-TV event that happened. I don't know if you uh, caught any of that. I, no. What was it? Uh, Elseworlds. Yes. Oh, my God. God it was so were. good. So last time we were here, <clears throat> we were talking. We only got to talk about Elseworlds uh, Part 1. Yes. Uh, and so I thought it would be fun for us to just kind of break down all the Elseworlds. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they, they did a, a fantastic job bringing these things together and having the, the coordination of all the shows, um, all the villains, all the guest appearances. It was so much fun. How big of a logistical nightmare must that be? Because you've got all these different productions. Yeah. Uh, now, most of them are in uh, up in Vancouver, so that helps. But some of them aren't. Yeah, they tape in other places too. So you got to get these people all going along. Everybody's taping things at different times, and then you got to bring all those people in and make sure they're cleared from their shows long enough and have time to practice. If there's a fight scene and all that, so it's just crazy to me that they could they could pull this off. And they they pulled it off without a hitch. And there was so much in there. I mean, especially we'll be talking about Batwoman, of course. Oh. Kane. Oh, oh, it was so well done. I thought Ruby Rose was fantastic. Once they once they. They cast her. I thought, well, that's perfect. And then the fact that the way that they used her, and I really enjoyed. Like, she came out, and, and the first time you see her, 
she's as Kane, she's mm-hmm. not as Batgirl. And I thought that was kind of cool that they did it that way. They didn't like show the masked person and then go back and who is it? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, no, they, they just came right out the yeah. gate. They're like, here it is. This and, is how what we're doing. And I think the reason they did that, I cannot prove this. Mm-hmm. I have not read anything about this. But I think the reason that why they did it that way is because Ruby Rose is just the coolest. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, just her in person with all the tattoos and the cool hair and everything. Yeah. She's, you know, she's badass enough. Where like, we're going to get this it. out yeah. of the way just uh, and then get to Batgirl, yeah, I, who's almost as cool. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I, I don't know. I don't know if that's true or not. Uh, so the first episode, uh, that's when Barry and Ollie wake up and they're in different everybody's looking at them differently because they're the other person. Yes. So that was the first episode. That's when it popped up. That Yeah, that, that was the... Uh, and what was that? That was Flash, right? Yeah. The one we talked about last week mm-hmm. where everybody saw them as the opposite person. And the episode was essentially establishing that they were who they were mm-hmm. and that this big threat that they discovered that Cisco was able to lead them to was the Monitor and this Doctor who evidently worked in Gotham City. So the, I think that first episode was great when we talked about it last week, but just to get the build-up to Gotham City and all of the things that they did there. Uh, and there were so many good quotes in this one, too. I mean, Ollie immediately it, it was just like, Batman? That's an urban <laughs> legend. Yeah. I love that he was, they were still trying to pull that off. Like, yeah. they didn't, he didn't believe that Batman was around. No, like, after everything on. they've seen, Come after on. everything they do, he's like, there's no way there's a Batman <laughs> here. Uh, so, yeah, no, uh, Gotham, though. God, and I didn't think we were going to get any Bruce Wayne, Batman references, things like that. But it was littered with Batman references. Let me ask you this, uh, Mr. Comic Book Guy. Mm -hmm. They mentioned that Batman has not been seen in three years. Where did that take you in, in your love of Batman and your comic books and stuff? Where do you think he went? God, the, the options were, were so many because there's, there's been a time period where they did something called 52, where the big three, the Trinity, Wonder Woman, Batman, and Superman all left for a year and they focused solely on the other characters. And it was really well done because we got to showcase all these people who wouldn't have gotten the spotlight, but Batman would not just leave Gotham. There is no way he would do that. And there's no justice league. So he can't be out doing anything like that. I mean, the only there are so many things you could think of he could be out in space he could be in another dimension which they've done with him he could be training he could be working on taking out the league of assassins but three years three that, years that is a long long time maybe he's a prisoner of rachel ghoul i mean I, I just don't know um you know or he could be with talia oh no because we have talia yeah, we have, yeah Talia. we have Talia. I forgot. Yeah, he, there are so many things that could be happening to him but there is no way that he just up and left and even batwoman addressed that yeah she she was like, there's there's no way that Batman just got beat down to do this. The only reason that they do this is because they see the hope at the end of the tunnel. Um, okay, so when you see the bat signal on a superhero show on your local TV station, mm-hmm. that, <laughs> as as a kid, uh, did you ever think that you would see that? I mean, no, not like this. Yeah. They're, they're, every week, I am continually impressed by what they bring to the screen because I just. It's still surreal. Uh-huh. You look at it and you're like, I can't believe we are going to Arkham Asylum on a local television and not having to go to the big screen to see it. Yeah. And they, they Arkham, they went all out. 
Well, not all out. They couldn't use a lot of the villains. Yeah. But the references to the, the references villains, to the whether villains, it was uh, Clayface mm-hmm. was mentioned there, Freeze, uh, Bane, everything was thrown in. I mean, we even had fear gas being used. Yeah, fear gas being used, and we saw Bane's mask. Yep. And Freeze's gun and stuff. And Freeze's gun. Yep. I thought that was fast. That was actually great. Caitlin uh, uh, versus the Freeze gun. Yes. Perfect. That was perfect. Uh, I, 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 that, I was really impressed by... I, I remember watching... Because I've watched it twice now. Yes, that's six hours of my life uh, that I've watched. The, oh, six <laughs> hours over. well spent. So. Yeah, it was, it was a good six hours. But um, uh, I went back and I had to slow it down just to see all the names on the Arkham stuff. And that was so much fun. Cause, like, I did going, too, oh, actually. Oh, it's Clayface. That's who that is. And yep. then, I thought that was a blast. And then I was actually thrown by the Guggenheim one. Because uh-huh. I was like... Who the heck is Guggenheim? And then I, I, I looked it up, and I was like, oh, this is a reference to their... To Greg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, okay, never mind. <laughs> I was racking my brain for some villain. I'm like, who's Guggenheim? <laughs> that was one of the easier ones for me, because I, I, I was like, oh, it's fun. You're playing with the executive producer and showrunners. Uh, okay, and then we got Psycho Pirate. Yes, we got the actual Psycho Pirate. I cannot actual. call yeah. him Psycho Pirate anymore. Uh, when that guy pulled out the mask, I was like, okay. Here we go. And then the ending uh-huh. with uh, with Psycho Pirate with the mask on in Arkham, setting it up for the actual Infinite Crisis. Right. Which they uh, they confirmed during the commercial breaks. They're yeah. like, Infinite Crisis coming next year. Yes. So, I'm, I, and which was exactly what we talked about mm-hmm. and what we were hoping for because this was two, three issues was far too little for them to contain an entire crisis. Right. And so now they're setting it up and the monitor even said, we're just testing the heroes. We're finding the best of the best throughout the multiverse because there's a bigger threat than me coming, which is, of course, the Anti-Monitor. Yes. Yeah. Yes. God, if they if they can pull it off, I mean, I with what they've shown us, I think they can. I think they can, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when they popped up coming crisis, I lost my mind. That was beautiful. That was so beautiful. Lost my mind. And it's, it's uh, I you know, I don't, I have no inside information about what they're going to do, but this is a great way to, well, just like in the comic books, the reason why they did Crisis was to to finally get all the worlds under control because mm-hmm. we're all over the place in the CW. Are they going to come together? I think they will. Even Black Lightning. Yeah. Because like, he hasn't been involved in anything. Yeah. I, I was kind of hoping this might bring him in, uh-huh. but they've got so much going on on that show uh, to begin with that this would have been a real disruption to the to the story that they're telling. I would love to see Black Lightning and Arrow together and just see who could be more intense. <sighs> well, God, especially in this issue uh, or episode where, of Black Lightning where they're looking for his daughter. Ooh. I mean, he was losing it. Yes. He was very unprofessional, Jefferson. <laughs> uh, and, and when Gamby actually took him down, uh-huh. that was great. Yeah. To put him in his place and be like, you need to reassess. We This is not just about finding your daughter you got to think about your other daughter your wife Mm -hmm. the people that could be affected by this if you go off half cocked and just show everybody your identity gamby the voice of reason this could be this could be a great way to bring them all in the same oh yeah and it could be a way to re-spin all these shows and refresh them. it would really change a lot of things Mm -hmm. it really would i mean the just to have them all together would be extremely interesting. And it would be, I mean, we've done it on Flash already. Everybody wakes up the next season, boom, you're here. Yeah. This is the way it is. Yeah. Things would be different. There might be people that are missing, people that are added. And and so 
Yeah, no, it could be a lot of fun, and I think that people are, they'll be accepting of this, and they'll be ready, because Flash has primed them. So, the first episode, we get the, the basically, we get the old switcheroo. Mm-hmm. We get the old switcheroo, which was fun. I almost wish that we had more body switches. It would have been a little, a little fun to That watch. would have. Uh, but I, I could see why they didn't do that. Uh, the second episode, we really got into Smallville, which I thought was amazing. Yes. We got to hear the Smallville theme song. We get to see the the whole farm again. I I thought maybe we would see some characters from the show, uh, from Smallville. Oh, that would have been wonderful. That would have been probably too much excitement. Too much. We already had '90s Flash. Yeah. Exactly. So they're like too much. I would have. I probably would have just squeed and died. That it would have been all over with. Uh, but that was there was a lot of fun in there, and I really feel like they because we had been talking about the the batwoman was supposed to be a backdoor pilot for batwoman they introduced the character mm-hmm. and then coming up soon we're going to have a batwoman show uh starring ruby rose but i feel like they set us up for a a, a like a backdoor superman yep most definitely with him stepping off the scene mm-hmm. telling supergirl that lois is pregnant they're they're going off planet. No, no, wait. Were they going off planet? Yeah, they're, yeah, going, they're off going off planet. They were just at the Fortress of Solitude mm-hmm. at the end. Um, they're going off planet. I mean, that would be a great show, wouldn't it? They to to explore the universe, do the United Planets. Uh, you know, you could have some Legion stuff thrown in there. Oh, that would be so wonderful. I feel like that's what they were doing. And, I, once again, I have no insider information, but I was watching it. Like I wanted to see more of Tyler as Superman. And I really enjoyed uh, Lois Lane. I thought she was great. She was wonderful. She even stepped up like Lois Lane would. Mm-hmm. She showed up to the end battle equipped and ready <laughs> to take on the bad guy. And and even though it didn't turn out so well for her, uh, she still was there and she did it. That and was, that is a perfect Lois Lane. That was perfect. Yes. Okay, so we got, we got Smallville. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got to go to Gotham. We got to go to Arkham. Was there any other spot that you wanted to go that you didn't get to go to? No, I don't think they could have fit any more in there. Mm. It would have been nice to see some other things, but uh, a lot of it's going to be saved for Batwoman, I imagine. Mm. Because we're... I mean, we got to see Wayne Tower, yeah, which was completely empty, abandoned, uh, and she was living in it alone. <laughs> <laughs> the economy must be horrible in Gotham if nobody picked up that building. Uh, and, and Gotham was super dangerous and dark, oh, too. So I mean, that what did, what did Ollie say? He said something to the effect of, uh, this is why nobody talks about Gotham because it was just so dangerous. Right. Uh, people were accosting them on the street. Uh, and the in the Elseworlds, the bad guys, such as Diaz, were the actually the cops. Were the cops. Yeah. Which was another flipped. great mm-hmm. little, little flip. I thought that was, that was a lot of fun. Uh, I thought that the, um, the Gotham stuff was great. There was a couple of really good Easter eggs there, too, with uh, Lucius Fox. They uh, mentioned Lucius, like, should we, should we go down to Lucius? And they said no. And I was like, oh, come on. He's in the building somewhere. We might as well high-five him or something. Yeah, yeah. Well, Batwoman will get to introduce yeah. him. She'll get to do all of that kind of stuff. The uh, What I did like was the 90s Flash when he came over and he saw Diggle. Mm-hmm. And he's like, where's the ring? Where's the ring? So clearly in his world, Diggle is a Green Lantern. He's a Green Lantern, says, which oh. is what we've been saying for all mm-hmm. these seasons. We're like, you make such a good Green Lantern. That was a great moment, and the internet went insane when he said that. When we said, "Where's the ring?" Did they really? Oh they yeah, exploded. the Twitterverse was just like. <sighs> I mean, they haven't done anything with the Green Lanterns. I mean, if Superman gets his own show and he goes into space, that's clearly mm. a spot for them to to introduce them and go from yeah. there. Total. I mean, soon we're going to be sitting on here talking about a dozen shows a week. <laughs> this is ridiculous. I know the CW kind of goes back and forth on it. They 
there for a while. They were like, okay, these superhero shows are going very well, uh, but we don't want to be all superheroes all the time. But I feel like now they've embraced it. They're like, you know what? Whatever. If we got a good idea, let's just do it. Let's just go for it. Yeah, it's um, it's working. Just, just with Batwoman. I mean, that's another uh, another example that mm-hmm. they're doing. Uh, so we got we got to go to uh, Gotham, and then that set us up for the final episode where they flipped it again, and mm-hmm. Barry and Ollie this time didn't have any powers at all. And no, they were the, they were the trigger twins. Trigger, trigger twins, yeah, yes. Trigger twins, yeah, which I thought was hilarious. Now, is that characters from the actual comic books? It is. They were um, Western characters from DC back in, the I think, the 50s. Oh, okay. Before my time. Uh, but they've been reinvented through the years. So you had modern-day versions of the Trigger Twins that were just outlaws. Some of them were, you know, cowboy-themed in, like, Gotham. Oh, and, okay. And, you know, but now I love their version. They're just a couple thugs. But... That that was a great world because uh, the uh, what was his name Deagle, yeah. who I thought was a psycho pirate who we clearly saw mm-hmm. was not. He took on the form of Superman, yes, which they were able to use against him because he was living this fantasy where he was the hero uh-huh. and they were all the bad guys because he rewrote reality. And I loved in the beginning when um, when Ollie. Uh, shot the cables and that tower was going over uh-huh. or the crane was going over and he's like if you're Superman you can bring us in or you can save those kids <laughs> and Flash got completely like flipped like what are you yeah. doing he's like he wasn't going to hit the kids right, don't, right. yeah don't worry about it he didn't know that he's no <laughs> Superman so they kind of mentioned Bizarro Superman so they, I think somebody threw Bizarro out there mm-hmm. in just like a casual thing so was he Supposedly being Bizarro Superman, or were they just saying, "Oh, it's Bizarro"? I think Superman they, I think they just threw it out oh, there okay. as kind of something fun to say. Yeah, uh, a Bizarro would be great to see too, but that we need that great. Superman show for that. Yeah, no, you could do it with uh, with Supergirl. You totally could. Yeah, yeah you could completely do it with Supergirl. So I imagine at some point we will actually see that. That was fantastic. I was like, "What? What? what? They just said Bizarro." It was just littered yeah. with Easter eggs. I'm sure there's a ton that we've missed that people are going to let us know about because there was just too much going on. Oh yeah. It was it was really incredible what they packed in there. We even got even though Legends of Tomorrow wasn't officially in the crossover, mm-hmm. we did get some legends in the crossover. We got Gary the we bartender, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> which was such a great little thing to have. He, no, that was that was really fun. In fact, that was probably my favorite part of episode three was Cisco as the crime boss. Yes, he was so great. Yes. And I, I love when he's like, did I, did I tell you you could call me Cisco? Did I, did I tell you that? And honorable mention to uh, to Jimmy playing the boneheaded thug yes. of Cisco. That was really good, too. That was another little fun little switcheroo. Uh, I really enjoyed this. I, I felt like you could tell like the actors were having a blast playing the opposite of what they normally play. You know, it really yes. gave them a chance to have some fun. you know. And even the bad guys playing a good guy had to be kind of fun for them as well. It had to. And even uh, on the show that wasn't a crossover, Legends, mm-hmm. it's almost like they felt that they needed to fit in for this week because yeah. the entire thing was like messing with the timeline and the multiverse. Yeah. And they even made like a reference. To, uh, they got a phone call from Cisco and Kara, <laughs> and they're like, oh, it's probably that annual crossover thing. You know, like, we're pass. good. Yeah, we're good. We don't that need to take care of this. So funny. That was so funny. By the way, that was a great Legends episode. It it was. It was from, a great Legends episode this week. From the beginning it was good. And then the little uh the little montages they did with mm-hmm. whenever they messed with the reality to try and put it back and it kept screwing it up. They had these like 70s uh, police drama montages. Oh, so uh, what what did they call them the sirens of uh god the the Oh, that's right. I can't that's... remember. 
the, the there was uh what was it the sirens of space time yeah, the sirens sos yeah yes. sirens of space time and then you had the puppets and the yeah. puppets would break out in the song i was dying i was absolutely dying and then i realized okay that's the last legends we're gonna get until yeah. way into 2019 oh really yeah so the They're others are coming, coming back. back in January, early February, mm-hmm. correct? And Legends is gone. Legends is gone for a while. They got a big. That's hiatus. disappointing, actually. I know because Legends has been my favorite all season long. Oh, I really and it. you know, the more I watch Legends, the more I think that Adam might be my favorite thing to watch. Oh, really? He's so good. Like when they bust out and they're literally killing demons rather than capturing uh-huh. them. They're armed to the teeth, and he comes out and says something that was inappropriate, like hell. Yeah. And then he stops and says, "Oh, oh, I'm, I'm, I apologize. I'm sorry." And then he puts a hole through someone. So yeah, it's so well done. <laughs> I love the Adam. You know who I've really enjoyed is, um, uh, what's her name? Ara? Ara? Um, Ava? Ava. Yes. Ava has been like my favorite lately. They have, they've used her a lot. She yeah. was a supporting character and she's slowly working into the mix. And I feel like she, that was something that wasn't supposed to happen. I feel like she's just so good that they had to start riding around. I love it when that happens on a show, when they have like a character that comes in and they're like, okay, it was only supposed to be a, like a short little thing. Yeah. And then boom. They work like, so well with yeah. the team, with the group, and her and Rory's interaction oh, so uh, as they funny. fight over, I guess, supremacy on the ship mm-hmm. in their position. And that it was a touching little moment at the end when he's baking her snickerdoodle recipe and she's <laughs> reading his romance novel written under a false name. Just really, really well And the done. romance novel thing is a gift that just keeps on giving. They keep going it, it back is. to it and everything. It's so great. I think they sh- somebody should write this and put it up on their website so that we can actually read Rory's romance romance novel i bet you that would sell oh i'm sure it would and then like she's like i love the part where they're making love on the sun he's like it's a metaphor (laughs) (laughs) he's deep he's super deep more than we knew so fantastic so uh were you were you satisfied with the crossover did everything happen the way you wanted or needed to and then wrapped up nicely I was. Mm-hmm. Yes, I was satisfied because there's only so much, again, that they can do in three episodes. Mm-hmm. So the fact that they were able to fit this much in and still give us all the tiny Easter eggs that showed there was more and a bigger universe. But again, more importantly, just the fact that Monitor says there's something bigger. There's something else out there. So, yeah. And, and the, the, there was the moment where both Kara and Barry are running at super speed and they're burning up and that is just such a throwback to the original crisis because Supergirl and Flash die in the crisis Uh so it it was a great moment with Ollie going and talking to the monitor working through it so just so good so I felt like um, there was a deal made with the monitor with Ollie there was we don't know what happened because Ollie just shows up yeah he's back and things get fixed I feel like there was there's going to be a sacrifice and I feel like Ollie is going to sacrifice himself. I feel like that was the deal. It was off screen. We don't know what happened, but I that's I can't prove it. But that's what I feel like is going to happen. That that's going to be rough. Yeah. I mean, how you can't get rid of Ollie. You can't get rid of the main players. This is crazy. I don't know. I mean, cause or who? Yeah. Who knows what what the deal was? Yeah. He may assume it's him. Yeah. And it could be somebody close to him. I mean, it's it, true. It could be other people. I mean, they just wrapped up the whole thing with him and Felicity, mm-hmm. where they they kind of figured out where they were again who they were and kind of came together as a couple uh again anything happens to felicity and i'm out i'm done 
I'm done. I love her. She makes the tough calls. I she is she's worse than Ollie now. Yeah. She she's like behind the scenes making the calls to do the things that no one else will. Yes. She almost took out Diaz, man. She did, she yes. She almost took him out. She did. And I'm surprised that she didn't. Uh all right. Uh so this is we do have two two superhero shows this week, but they're both reruns. Uh, so Arrow on Monday nights, the Demon. Felicity learns about the new and startling uh, information regarding Oliver. Diggle enlists Curtis to go undercover for Argus, and then Dinah works with an improbable ally. That was a good episode. It was a good. That episode. was a really good episode. But then Legends rerun. This is, I think, maybe my favorite one of theirs. Uh, it's the the Wet Hot American Bummer, which was so great. That's where the legends find the kids attending a summer camp have vanished. So Sarah, Ava, Ray, and Constantine become counselors. Constantine creates a special potion. And it was really quite touching. He like puts himself yeah. out there and almost dies uh, to save a little kid, which is something very unConstantine in the show. Yeah, uh, the comic book's a little bit different, but uh, I thought in the show that was that was a, a, a stretch for him. And then um, Sarah and Ava get like transported into their younger selves yes so funny so funny it was such a great one if you're going to rewatch something i say you rewatch that one that one every episode on that is fun and yeah. you can watch them individually you could literally this season just put on anything yeah that's true and have fun with it yeah there's really not that big you know storyline going all the way through and since it's holiday programming uh i'll suggest this if you're if you're dying to watch a new cw superhero show uh, Constantine City of Demons on CWC, mm -hmm. the uh, cartoon version, the animated versions. Are yes, great. They're I have not great. seen that one yet, but City of Demons is actually a standalone trade paperback oh, that's okay. out there. I believe Albuquerque, no Murphy, Sean Gordon Murphy does the art on it, so mm. uh, I'm going to have to check that out. Okay, yeah, it's fantastic. CWC is great. It's free, and it's got some great shows. It's got Pushing Daisies on there, which oh, is one of my favorite. God, shows we should do an episode, or we should just do a podcast yeah. on Pushing Daisies. That thing is so I much fun. I love the CWC. They really the do a pie nice maker. Um, okay, so Ben, what's out right now? What's what's good pulls that we we need to check out? All right, so we're we're gonna stick with a few that uh, that if you guys have not tried, what you're gonna want to do is you're clearly gonna want to do some Batgirl which we talked about before, you're going to want to go back and do the Greg Rucka if you can. If you want a fresh start, ask him about whatever comic store you go to about the New 52 and about Rebirth because those are also great oh. jump-on points yeah. where the universe got restarted and you can jump in immediately. Uh, Elseworlds, we have to talk about the Elseworlds. There are so many individual issues. Go dig through some back issues. Go to your store, ask them where their Elseworlds section is. Look at them. There's so many where you can just see Batman, uh, you know, as a cowboy, yeah. su Superman um, being or landing in Russia, uh -huh. communist oh. Russia instead. So many of them. There's collections. There's individual issues. But again, you guys need to jump in and read Crisis. You need to read Crisis oh. on Infinite Earths to see what's coming and so you can look at it and you can see all the references because they are just there hey ben guess what comic i'm reading right now what comic are you reading right crisis. now? crisis how far are you into it uh i'm in the second episode okay perfect yeah. perfect yeah. and it's 12 issues so yeah. there's there's quite a few of them there yeah and it, it wolfman and perez packed that thing perez is one of these guys and not everybody can do it he can put 12 panels on a page mm. and they don't feel cluttered. Yeah. You can see everything going on. The dialogue is dense, but there's so much. You pick up that trade and you will be reading it for a while. I feel like there needs to be a documentary about that comic book. Because, about what was going on. Yeah. And, yeah. I, I, I feel like that would make a great documentary because it, it really it was like 
their chance to kind of reboot everything and put it all in the same world and kind of get everything under control. But just the, the logistics behind that, what characters yeah. we're going to use and how we're going to use them and stuff like that. I, I would love to see some in-depth interviews about those. That would be interesting because I know, I mean, I've seen a little, a few things here and there, mm-hmm. but although it needed to happen at DC because their, their continuity was just wonky uh-huh. prior to that. Like you said, to have somebody sit down and say, Hey, here's what we're going to do. Here's who's going to survive. Here's how we're going to reboot it. It must have been an absolute nightmare. Yeah, it must have been. It, it must have been. And if you guys like Superman, what you want to pick up is look for the John Byrne Superman. He came on after Crisis and rewrote Superman. Uh-huh. And what he did is prior to that, Superman could literally move the earth. And, and you know, he, he, he was a god. Yeah. They toned him down and brought him down to the Superman that we know. And this is the the area where we, they start to explain things. Like people ask him, you know, well, you're super fast. You can race the Flash. How come you know you don't just stop everything? And he and he he simply says, I have the speed. My reaction time is the same as a human. Ah. Unlike Flash, who thinks and moves a million miles an hour, Superman is just like us, reacting to whatever happens. Oh, so they they really brought him down and made him a little more relatable. To okay. Him. I'm I'm into that. Yeah, yeah. I like to see more. I I still say Red Sun is my favorite. Oh, I I I would love to see a Superman Red Sun movie. I yes, think that would be so fantastic. That would be pretty good. We uh, we got a, a little taste of Superman Evil. Yeah. in the crossovers, but this this one was just Red wonderful. Sun. Have you read All Star Superman by Grant Morrison? Yes, I and have. Quietly? Yeah, yeah. That that is my favorite. Elseworlds Superman. It is just beautiful. So good. The art in it is unbelievable. I think it's the best art Quitely's ever done. Yeah, I think so. I think it was so fantastic. So fantastic. All right. Well, I think that does it for us. Let's see here. Well, I'm. I, I guess we'll see you guys back in January. I think the 21st we get our our new episode. Yeah, roughly so right around there. We got a little bit of break, uh, and then I was trying to think what's coming on CW. Uh, we got um, iZombies coming back. Oh, so there's some... Yeah, some mid-season some things replacements coming. Perfect. Are coming back. Um, they... Oh, you know what's coming on. Uh, the mid-season of... Um, mid-season replacement that is... Um, uh, well, uh, uh, Roswell. It's I, see, Roswell. I have not Mexico. actually watched Roswell. It's, it's a good show, huh? It is great. I went down and did the junket and met the stars and stuff like that. It is fantastic. Like, I loved the original Roswell. Mm-hmm. It was one of my favorites. Man, I loved it. I, so you, you jumped know, on immediately. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, they're going to bring it back. <clears throat> it is so clever what they've done. I think people are going to love it. How many seasons are we in? Uh, well, it's first. This so is it's, just the first. Okay, reboot. perfect. Yeah, it's a reboot. Okay. Uh, of Roswell. So it's called Roswell, New Mexico. And instead of everybody being in high school, they come back for their 10-year reunion. And so it lets everybody have some life experience and come back. So, okay, so wait yeah. a minute. I, I never saw Roswell. Uh-huh. It, has it actually been 10 years? Maybe. So it's the same cast and everything. No, no, different cast. Oh, different cast. Yeah, okay. different cast. I was about to go back and rewatch the, the no, whole... I no. should still probably go back and rewatch the Oh, you the should. There, the, Roswell was so much fun. I loved it. But the new one, I'm telling you, it's a total reboot, and, uh, and okay. it's very clever how they do it. And the first, the pilot episode, they use uh, Counting Crows music to the most perfect perfect way it's just it's perfect cw gets a lot of good music mm-hmm. on there on i asked stuff. them about it too i said you guys did that for me didn't you they, were, they must yes, have yes we did they we know you love the counting crows and black lightning this week uh they had uh mary j blige yes. and, uh, and method man which was wonderful yes. yeah oh, black lightning's been killing it 
It has. It's been killing it. It, it has really been. Has. I feel like he hasn't gotten a lot of attention from us the last couple of weeks only because of the crossover. Right, right. It's hard. Yes. It's hard to put all mm-hmm. that stuff in. Okay, well, that does it for us. Thank you so much, Ben. Where can they find you? Uh, 1120 Fulton Avenue here in Sacramento, California. Come on down. Uh, just have us point you in the right direction for something. Fantastic. And I'm Cody. I'll be on Good Day. Uh, the show runs uh, from uh, 4.30 in the morning till 10 o'clock every day. Would it kill you to watch it? Come on! I, I'll, I'll jump on around 7. Okay, okay that's right. good. That's good. I don't have to get up at 4.30. No, yeah. Okay, good, good. I wouldn't do that to anybody. That <laughs> All right, uh, that's it for Capes. No, no capes. capes. We'll see you next time.